0: Hello, and welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell. We are on our Catechism Saturday series, going through the Westminster Confession of Faith. We are on Chapter 19, The Law of God. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you've tuned into this past Monday's Season 6, Episode 6, on the Covenant of Redemption with Dr. R. Scott Clark, professor at Westminster Seminary, California, in Escondido, California. In this past Thursday's book club with Lucy S.R. Austin, who's a writer, editor, and author on her new Crossway biography on Elizabeth Elliot. You might have heard of her husband, Jim Elliot, who died as a missionary in 1955. But this is about Elizabeth Elliot and her life since the death of her husband and everything that she has done before And since that point, so let's get started. Westminster Confession of Faith, chapter 19 of the Law of God. One, God gave to Adam a law as a covenant of works by which he bound him and all his posterity to personal, entire, exact, and perpetual obedience, promised life unto the fulfilling, and threatened death upon the breach of it, and endued him with the power and ability to keep it. Two, this law, after his fall, continued to be a perfect rule of righteousness, and as such was delivered by God upon Mount Sinai in Ten Commandments and written in two tables, the first four commandments containing our duty towards God and the other six our duty to man. Three, beside this law, commonly called moral, God was pleased to give the people of Israel as a church under age ceremonial laws containing several typical ordinances, partly of worship, prefiguring Christ, his graces, actions, sufferings, and benefits, and partly holding forth diverse instructions of moral duties, all which ceremonial laws are now abrogated under the New Testament. Four. To them also as a body politic he gave sundry judicial laws, which expired together with the state of that people, not obliging any other now further than the general equity thereof may require. Five. The moral law doth forever bind all, as well as justified persons as others, to the obedience thereof, and that not only in regard of the matter contained in it. But also in respect of the authority of God the Creator, who gave it. Neither does, doth Christ in the gospel any way dissolve, but much strengthen this obligation. 6. Although true believers be not under the law as a covenant of works to be thereby justified or condemned, yet it is of great use to them, as well as to others, in that as a rule of life informing them of the will of God and their duty. It directs and binds them to walk accordingly, discovering also the sinful pollutions of their nature, hearts, and lives, so as examining themselves thereby, they may come to further conviction of humiliation for and hatred against sin, together with a clear sight of their need they have of Christ in the perfection of his obedience. It is likewise of use to the regenerates to restrain their corruptions in that it forbids sin, And the threatenings of it serve to show what even their sins deserve and what afflictions in this life they may expect for them, although freed from the curse thereof threatening the law. The promises of it in like manner show them God's approbation of obedience and what blessings they may expect upon the performance thereof, although not as due to them by the law as a covenant of works, so as a man's doing good, and refraining from evil, because law encourageth to the one and deferreth from the other, or deterreth from the other, is not evidence, is no evidence of his being under the law, and not under grace. And lastly, seven. Neither are the aforementioned uses of the law contrary to the grace of the gospel, but to sweetly comply with it. The Spirit of Christ subduing and enabling the will of man to do that freely and cheerfully, which the will of God revealed in the law requireth to be done. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, our Catechism Saturday series, walking through the Westminster Confession of Faith, finishing chapter 19 of the Law of God. Make sure you tune into this upcoming Monday, season six, episode seven on the Covenant of Works. We just talked about this today with Reverend Antonio Coppola of Covenants Waterfall Presbyterian Church in Durban, South Africa, and this upcoming Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Robert Chow Romero, professor at UCLA in Los Angeles, California, and Dr. Jeff M. Liu of InterVarsity Fellowship on their new Baker academic book, Christianity and Cultural Race Theory. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode